Please use guys. Welcome to UBI right Podcast, uh, presented by AML Media. Love you, Mom. Uh, I'm Gene Laborty. My co-host, Stephen Laborty, working all the hard work, doing all the good stuff is Rachel Laborty. This is UBI right Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Let's go have some fun. Talking about just some of the great early 90s, I guess mid-90s, early 2000s women singer. The Cranberries, Evanescence, Dido. There's some great music there that is uh, not enough people know about, I think. I have friends that probably have no idea what White Flag by Dido is. Honestly, if you would have asked me before you put that on what song Dido is famous for, I would I would have had no idea. Is she also the one that does the Eminem song? Yeah. It's cut. It's like uh, it's like a, a the, a the Eminem song is called "Stan," where he's writing the letter as a fan, and then it's. This is the new music episode. That's Put your picture on my wall. It's funny. That's one that's of those. Dido, I think. I oh, yeah, Well. I confirmed. It's Dido. It, uh, that's one of those songs that I realized. I mean, shit, Stan probably came out when I was, like, 11. And I would sing that chorus that Dido sings, but it wasn't until, like, two years ago that I actually knew what the lyrics were. I could say the word that... If you heard me sing it, you'd think I know the words. Put your picture on my... I just kind of... Put your picture on my... I know what you mean. I could just hum close enough where it sounds like I'm singing English. That's, that's like, everybody, though. That's, that's how you... Uh, especially if you're not, like, a lyric... God. Well, no, I was going to say, you're good at that. You learn lyrics. Yeah. I, mean, I know melodies. I can sing along. But you always, like, there's times you've said, like, you've had songs that you're like, this hits me. And I'm like, man, it's a cool rhythm. You're like, no, dude, did you know it's about this? And I'm like, no, I didn't hear what they were saying. That's what separates a good artist from a great artist for me. Because I personally, like, I have melody rhythm a little bit but the idea of sitting down and writing a meaningful song i it, it's i can't do it you have to take yourself seriously enough that's that's one thing i don't think either of us can do. i don't have it you could i mean and i, I the day after mom passed i don't think i could have wrote serious words down no yeah it's just always silly it, yeah i could you, you could have had a grant you know a Grammy writer say, "Here, I'm going I'm to start you off with two lyrics, and by the end of it, it's going to be I farted in the toilet by accident." <laughs> right, <laughs> and that's why, like older, even like older hip hop fans are like, current music is just garbage. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like, yeah, I, I try not to be old head. New, it's hip hop lyric- is tra- I mean, they 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 call it mumble rap, yeah. and there's even some of those like. What's the one guy? I, I I don't know, but like the one guy is famous for coming out and being like, "Yeah, this is easy to do. All I gotta do is, some you know." Yeah, he kind of is like, "But you're, I'm telling you the secret sauce, and you're still just going to allow it." Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, because some, some of those songs have nice hooks too. Like they're they're, you know, if you're in a certain mindset, but they're kind of bankrupt uh, otherwise. Yeah, and I I, I guess there's uh. You can maybe attribute that to like just this, the new generation of social media attention spans being smaller. Where all it takes—I mean, I'll be—I'll be honest—I'm guilty of that sometimes. Of like, all it takes is 
if you got a good bass line mm-hmm. and then a chorus that I know the words to, I won't listen. Like, I just like I can't wait till the chorus happens so I can sing along. The drop. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it offends the, the like, hip-hop has a long tradition of being uh, politically, you know, important for for the african-american community uh telling stories of hardship yeah and yeah and that yeah now that there's songs about literally a song there's songs just about a, a single car now where there were songs you know just 15 20 years ago that were about a whole neighborhood's dysfunction because the government stepped in and yeah yeah there's not many nosses out there anymore I'm not even like a hip hop guy, but I noticed it kind of went off a cliff at a certain point. And a lot of that has to do with uh, just how easy it is now to just be with uh, you and your laptop and make SoundCloud artists. There's the gatekeepers are not so prominent, which is a good thing, but. You know, some it allows for idiots to slip through the cracks just because they have face tattoos, a cool hairdo at the time, and just yeah, that that there's a song out there that I think was like number one was a wet ass pussy. Yeah, (laughs) that that says it all, right? Yeah, where there used to be songs about my my brother got shot up yesterday, and I got to pull my family back together. There's a the worst offenders are the female rappers. Dude, there's a, uh, uh, I think a, a new song called like Pound Town, and the whole song is like the rules to go into Pound Town. And it's like this <laughs> I'll tell you what there is, and I, I I might be wrong. Once again, I'm I'm not huge in the new hip hop or anything, but I think it's Nicki Minaj, who I kind of I kind of like. She's funny, and she kind of owns it. She's like, yeah, I was a stripper. I had fucked up teeth. I got money. I got my teeth fixed, and I used to have to fuck a little bit for money. But she had a song at one point, I think the lyrics were, no, no, she had a song that were at one point she goes, I can cook, I clean, I do this. And now she has a song that goes, I don't cook, I don't clean, I just fucking ride dig really good. You like her, huh? Well, she was, she's funny off, off video or off her songs, but. I'm more disturbed by the fact that you watch interviews and shit with her. I don't watch interviews, but social media, it's impossible not to see clips of her. Okay. But she is funny. I mean, like I said, she owns up to her shit, which <laughs> I had to do some grimy shit back in the day before I was famous. Yeah. I, uh, it is funny how, like, face tattoo thing came, like, seemingly overnight. And now these people who aren't musicians get face tattoos, and I'm not sure what they're going Dude, for. Dude, I had a, no one likes dream talk, but real quick, I had a dream the other night that I woke up and I had a face tattoo and at first it was really cool. And then the more like I was excited for you to see it. And then like in the mirror, it, it got worse and worse. And by the time I showed dad, like it, like it looks like someone's st- like they stenciled it on wrong. Uh-huh. And I, I was one of those like, wake up kind of like, thank God. Oh, it was so real at the time. Well, according to dream theory, that means you have been considering a face tattoo in your waking life. I've I've always said I it would be cool to get like a leg sleeve. I'm 31 now. I think I'm past it. I don't know if I can just do it's. It would be weird for me to show up and be like I have a whole arm sleeve, or a well, whole, I'm not talking. I'm talking about face tattoos. 
The funny thing about people with a face tattoo is I imagine they'll still get offended if they catch you staring at them. Oh, yeah. But it's like, bro, you got a tattoo on your face. <laughs> Isn't that why you got it? So people look at you? Why else did you get it? Yeah, there's so many other places you could have put that yeah. web of spiders or something. It's Yeah, yeah. Especially the face. It doesn't present itself to give a good... It's not flat enough unless you're like Japanese. Dude, if I had... A child who, when they turned 18, got a face tattoo, I would find out who did that tattoo, and I don't know. I, I wouldn't kill him. I'm a bitch. I'm not going to kill him. But I would be I angry. I would write a I would, strongly worded email. Yeah. Yeah. I would be, uh, I would, uh, you, I would be like, I failed as a parent. I have seen videos, and I, I don't know if it's it just playing to this, but like tattoo artist. Like, a guy goes in and is like, I, I want to get, you know, a cross on my cheek. And it's like, well, where's your other tattoo? You know, what other tattoos do you have? They're like, I don't have any. And they're like, no, I'm not doing that. Good. Which is the right thing to do. Good, yeah. I mean, we. I grew up, I remember when I was like 14, 15, I was like, I want to get a leg tattoo. And mom and dad were like, we're cool with that. Yeah. They would have been fine with it. Yeah. But I couldn't think of something that was meaningful enough. No, not me either. I never really at 14, I'd be like, I'm going to get EverQuest tattooed on my leg. I just always like, you know, to me, like tattoos are like one of those social contagions. If I were to get a tattoo, I would be like, I'm I'm, I'm just copying. Yeah. Well, I have tattoos, this, but you can never see them. Is this coming from a genuine place? No, it's not. I just think it looks cool. Um, One thing I wanted to ask you, uh, so we just... Before we podcast a lot, I do uh, what I call safety poop mm-hmm. just to make sure, you know, we're going to be down here for an hour, hour and a half. So I, uh, if I feel like I even have to try and poop a little bit, I go and use the restroom. You're six years older than me. And dad has said this to me, um, regarding to peeing, the dribbles mm-hmm. become more prevalent the older you get. Where when you pee afterwards, I know what dribble. Everyone knows what a dribble. Okay, is. but the dribble is not something that has become more prominent. There's, dribbles always have happened, but I don't remember it so much when I was like even five years ago. But now if I pee, um, and that's some, especially in the middle of the night where I just want to go back to bed, I'll wake up and go like a lot of dribble in my my underwears. No, no, I could say that might be a you thing. My dribbles haven't gotten any different than they used to be. What? Okay, so to second on that, have you ever, <laughs> I, I've seen this, and I, this I'm stealing this from someone, uh, not every pee is a poop, but every poop is a pee. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had where you're, you're pooping, and you, you, know, you pee up front or whatever, you know, you're doing it, and then halfway through, or like when you're getting close to being done, you feel like you have to pee a little bit more, and then when you do pee, it burns a little bit? I don't know. I man. think you got some stuff going on. I have in my life. It's not a burn. It's not like you know uh, a chlamydia type. It's just like no, we, it I, feels different. I I know I know the thing you're talking about, but it doesn't have like I don't, it doesn't happen a lot. It certainly doesn't correlate to pooping. No, it's just especially like when I I, I want to get it all out, so I don't have to go to the bathroom again for a little bit. So if you're pushing, it burns. Kind of, yeah. It's it's just like uh, you know I'm like all the way done, and maybe it's because 
I got rid of everything, so things are contracting back inside my body. You know, I don't know. But then I'll be like, I feel like I kind of have to pee a little bit more, mm-hmm. push, and then, okay, maybe I, I just exposed myself of, uh, now I feel a little naked in the You're room. You're never supposed to push your bladder. Really? It's not. Well, maybe it's more prominent for women, but you're really not supposed to push your bladder for a woman. But I don't even. What do you mean? Like you're never supposed to try to pee? Yeah. Like if you pee, they tell you you shouldn't really pee for a couple hours. Like like if you peed 30 minutes before bed, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't like just try to do another pee before you go to bed for just in case because that like your bladder muscles. Yeah, I can't. I I never like pee on purpose like i have to pee when i pee and you <laughs> we've been playing uh diablo 4 together mm-hmm. uh you have some prominent pisses dude yeah long. Uh, maybe it's because you drink a lot of caffeine maybe but like when you pee like i can hear it through the headset yeah 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 well you know you're my brother. well that's good i i mean i think that's I probably think, no, I, yeah they are they are but they're... you pee a lot like i think that's i because i'm always drinking coffee and Drinking water and eating ice cubes. Yeah, well, that's uh, like I. Are you clear peas? Are they pretty at the clear end, towards the in and at night? They are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. You do eat a lot of ice cubes. I do. I do. I uh, I do, but noticeably during in the morning, like it's a dark. It's almost orange. But I also take vitamins and vitamin B and stuff. Yeah, especially vitamin Bs are notorious for that. When I was. Uh, <laughs> when I was playing lacrosse for on game day, I would specifically the only time because I don't drink much caffeine. I specifically don't because if I want it, I want it to be a boost. Right. Um. So my pregame stuff would be a uh vitamin water, the triple X, the red one, because there's a lot of sugars in there and a couple B vitamins, and it's delicious. Yeah. Um. It's the only Powerade worth drinking. And at that or point, not Powerade. Uh, vitamin water. Vitam- yeah, the other ones are weird flavored. Really. They are, yeah. Um, and I'd have you know a sandwich in me. Subway was around the corner, cheap enough, and I was like, it doesn't make me sick. Um, but I was taking B uh, B complexes, mm-hmm. and then a five hour energy about forty five minutes before the game, and that I found was like, and, and then just pounding water. I was, uh, but I specifically. It was enough. We'd get showers after the game. Mm-hmm. And on the few occasions we won, it would be a fun shower. And it would be like, hey, guys, I'm about to pee. And it would come out like fucking orange, like a safety cone so, because of all those vitamins coming. Because the extra vitamins, you just yeah, piss out. Yeah, but uh, so you're saying you guys would all be in the shower and you would alert everybody that you were at the pee and they would all turn and watch? To see something, dude, I look like the Hulk would. Sometimes I piss out green. But they... Yeah, we spent a lot of time together, all right? We're very close. I've also seen the shower. I uh, went to school with a lot of Canadians. They had their foreskins, and they could hold their foreskins and blow it up like a balloon. That's cool. When they would pee. We'd show each other wiener tricks. It's, you know. It's also, like, I can't even imagine, like, uh, I don't know, like, you you look look so, like, I'm just picturing you now in a shower taking a pee, and it's like... I don't even know. I don't even know. I was better looking back then. Better in shape. Uh, but no, yeah, it was just, it was camaraderie. And there were so few. Like, that, we I, so that's that's really 
deep camaraderie. Can I also? Hey guys, watch me pee. Look how yellow it is. And they all well, turn it wouldn't and be... watch your pecker while you pee. <laughs> no, no it, it, there was like a latrine kind of around the shower where it would drain. There's like you know eight, ten nozzles. I, it's like yeah, a big yeah, yeah. thing. And I'd be in the middle of people like, "Holy shit, guys, check this out!" And I'm like, "Holy shit, dude, that's yellow. That's like green." Yeah, it was funny. I, well, I yeah. feel I. Uh, a lot of times it was losses, and we had to laugh about something. <laughs> I just had 14 goals scored on me in 28 minutes. Guys, isn't this funny? Uh, yeah, I mean, that that certainly is. Uh, uh, you guys are, are definitely in lockstep with one another. Yeah, that's why when we get together, it's always, you yeah. know, it's like we haven't even been apart. That's that camaraderie you build up. It, it was the locker room. How does someone blow up their foreskin? Uh, they just hold the tip of the foreskin and pee, and then it, like a water balloon. <laughs> oh, my God. Crawford, what's up, buddy? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, that, and then also the joke where you tuck your dick and balls between your legs and walk in and be like, has anyone I lost my penis? That joke never gets yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like or if you walk in for practice was the was a better one, early morning practice. Try to be a locker room guy, get things going. I need these guys to perform for me, please, as a goalie. To walk in and be like, smells like sex in here. That's always a good locker room joke, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah. See you that. gotta. You gotta have fun. And we're going through hard. We're having. We were having five thirty a.m. practices. You gotta do something to like. Yeah. Be, I, I don't learn much new stuff about you. I, I. But this is a new a new uh, tidbit. Yeah. Hey guys, look. Well, <laughs> that looks like a penis, only smaller. That's a good that's joke. That's a good too. joke. That's definitely a good joke. Although the one I tried, uh, <laughs> that people. They were like, all right, we knocked that off. Is fish hooking people? That was a quick one. They were like, we're not, you know, when you, my, I'd go and I'm like, I'd tap you and I'm like, yeah, I'm going fishing. And someone be over there like putting their cleats on and you just take your pinky and you fish hook their cheek. Yeah, putting your finger in someone else's mouth is kind of. Especially we wear gloves. So yeah, quickly they were like, <laughs> not funny anymore. Please stop yeah. doing that. Lip touch is the funny. lip touch. That that was putting a good your one. finger in my mouth, yeah, I'm not good with that. It was for the younger classmen. It was a little, yeah, you know, someone yeah, comes yeah, in yeah. and you go, huh, and pull their cheek. Yeah, and it's really not funny. Either. That's funny to like four of us, but <laughs> when the when the kid goes like sexy aside later on, he goes like, hey man, I could you really not do that to me again? I go, oh shit, yeah, you're right. I if someone did that to me, I guess I'd fight. But them. shit, I mean, uh, you know, like. Freshman heckling used to be like some some pretty hardcore shit that's been uh, stamped out of these uh, locker rooms. Yeah, the hate, the hazing and stuff. Yeah, we never hazed. That's we, we weren't allowed when I like. I guess someone pushed it too far in years past, and it was like emphasized that we weren't allowed to do that when I was in high school. Yeah. Also, when I was when we were in high school, like no one showered or anything. I wasn't even talking about showers. It's like we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tag team this dude. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not sure where you're at. I'm just saying, like it was so. The hazing would be the worst thing you could do to haze someone. But you like you have to carry the stuff in. Keep yeah, and or or making fun of them. But then that's not even funny. Like I was always thing with bullying was or you know the, the bullying thing it was to my friends we bullied each other i never bullied a random person yeah or anything it's, yeah, not, it's not fun to make it's not really fun to 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 fuck with somebody who's really not taking it well yeah for me i don't feel right I, I, i'm like dude i'm 
Can I buy you lunch? I would feel so bad. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you hear stories or, like, um, like fraternities when they d- get their pledges. You hear some crazy shit. Yeah, and a lot of that is Gay. drinking's involved. Oh, uh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. And a lot of these people f- free for the first time. I never experienced any, like, actual hazing, hazing or Did anything. Did they have frats at your school? No, nah, we're so small. And also, I think because I t- technically we were... Uh, a Catholic school, I don't think they're you're even allowed to have fraternities because that's a Greek thing. I think, and I think there's something with the college and university status too, which at our time there Be- wasn't. Because the the sororities and fraternities, as I understand, they're not affiliated with the school. They just are a fraternity. A chapter. that has chapters everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. Now we were t- if even if, even if it was allowed, I was the only. It was like us and the basketball team. Were the only people who had off campus living, you know, it was so small. Are the f- are, are frat houses considered off campus? Well, yeah, because those are like you look at someone like West Virginia, for instance, West Virginia University. It's so big that it, is it campus? Yes, but that's just because all college students live there. Like the whole area is just based off of the yeah, right. economy of having a college there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, what I mean, like I was living. Our the lacrosse house, quote unquote, which was just six of us living in a house. Uh, we lived next to a neighborhood and shit. Like what? Uh, what's what's the status of that house these days? Every time I drive by it, I think uh, just normal people live in there. Has it been remodeled or anything? I don't know, because it's up on the hill. It's hard to see. But I mean, before we moved in, it was pretty remodeled, and then the last like month or so. Really got torn up, so I'm sure he had to replace some carpets. Crawford was just chain smoking in the basement at that point. Wasn't he like sleeping in a closet? Not in the closet, but he was down in the basement mm-hmm. and just on a futon. Okay. And playing WoW, smoking a pound of weed and cigarettes all day. Uh, okay. Living the life, as we like to, like we like to call it. Yeah, college life. Yeah. Um, oh, we did have a lot of fun in that house, but people ruined it. People are too afraid of the cops. Let's put it that way. Uh, but um, wait, what, what do you what do you mean? Well, because we were just a house in a neighborhood, basically, and like the way our driveway was, it looked like we have big parties, but it would be like thirteen people. Yeah, you could there. only fit like five cars there. Yeah, you pulled up into the grass, and we were literally. Half, not even a half mile, quarter mile away from the police station. Did the cops come a lot? They came like three, four times. And the problem was, is people would run and like go into the woods. And I'd go to the cops and be like, we're, yeah, this, not- we have two cases of beer and there's 12 of us. This isn't, we're not raging here. Yeah, it's not it's music. Yeah, maybe music's playing. Mm-hmm. But it's Saturday night at 11 o'clock. Like, you know, we're not doing anything that crazy. And the cops weren't there to arrest people, right? No, yeah. Multiple, the, every time they came, the supervisor would come and be like, why am I here again? I'd be like, I don't know, dude. You, you know what you had? And I, you get it now that you're older. You had a neighbor who just didn't like it. Yeah. And also the and way you've it, got new neighbors that you don't like. And yeah. if they were having, pe- if they were parking six, seven cars on your street. But if, that's on the street. I, we had our own driveway, and we were kind of by ourselves. Did we have neighbors? Yes, but like we were separated. The problem was, is we had gigantic windows in the front, and we were a little bit up on a hill, 
So you could see that activity was happening. Should have had curtains. Well, mom did. But and it was a small neighborhood. Like you were on the cops' radar, so they just knew to mm-hmm. watch the house. And that's the thing. Like when the first times they came, they were like, "We will be watching for drunk drivers." Like I was, we were like, I. We did not let that happen. I got to say we were responsible in the fact that, like, I would be a stickler. I was kind of the cop of the party lot where once you leave here, you are not allowed to say you were fucking here if you're going to try and drink and drive. Mm. And also, the way the park, like, it was like, (laughs) if you were hammered, it's not easy to get your car out of here. You had to back down this big hill. And then also the hill was blocked up a lot of times. So a lot of it was like... We would tell people if someone's coming over, pack your car full of people. Don't. Yeah. If a person, if just one person pulled up in a car, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, "Dude, you're taking up twenty percent of our real estate here just to bring your one ass here." Mm-hmm. And then after a while, no girls weren't coming, so we're like, "Fuck these parties. We're just gonna have case races with the seven of us that live here." Yeah, yeah. I, I having company gets old pretty quick. I, it got to the point though. The problem was. In the fall, we're, we were, were there people sp- that just never left. Yes. I'd get home from like a nine o'clock class and it was like kids that didn't even go to school with us. And we had someone that may or may not have been selling a little bit of weed out of the house, but they were just like, well, I can't smoke them. So they would just sit. And to them, they were like, dude, I'll pack a bowl for you. I'm like, no, I want you out of my fucking house. Yeah, dude. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm grump. I would not. I grumped people out of there. There's people that still to this day that probably don't like but me i'm so, even at that age i couldn't have dealt. i i would have been like i'm leave. i can't live here well the four out of the five of us quickly were like this is fucking getting old and the person that was making some money he eventually got old of it too well yeah you can make your money but they don't have to stay here yeah like just coming home walking up the steps and like there'd be like five kids like yo we're about to roll blunt you want to come out back and smoke and i'm like dude it's tuesday i'll 10.30, don't smoke blunts in my backyard right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's too much. Get out of here. And then you're going to fucking sit on my couch These and da- take up the good... I, we all had our spots. And there has been times where like I've been like, hey, man, you got to leave. What's going on? Why are you being... And they'd try and get a little tough. I'd be like, you're sitting in my spot and go ahead and get tough with me. Because yeah. I just got done a fucking math exam that I wasn't happy about. So I'm waiting for something don't to pop off. Don't back. On. Yeah, I can hold a grudge too. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm a. I'll be. I, you know, even if they're only stopping by, I'll be like, I don't want to see him. You get him out of here. Well, then also it was like you're giving traffic to the points where we don't like. On on Friday nights and Saturday nights, like we're gonna have fun, but you're like bringing eyes to us on a Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like cops. There's a the 17- cops know about the house. Yeah, and you're just gonna uh, pop in. And then drive, drive, yeah. You would think. There's times where I'd be like, I fucking hope you get pulled over when you get out of here. I just feel like, because a lot of the people that live there were from Canada. You would think they'd be like more cautious about. Well, that was the thing. And that happened at the apartment when it was just me and uh, Dusty. Because cops came and I was like. Yo, I got to make sure my bro is the best player on one of the best players on my team. Don't get deported. Mm -hmm. And I just told the cop, I was like, this is all mine. I just had to take it. And then it all got thrown out. But yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. Like 
idiots, you guys can get deported. I just, my mom's going to get called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's college. Hey, had fun. Um, But you wanted to, uh, and I'm going to need you to inform me a little bit. Sound of Freedom movie. Sound make, of Freedom, yeah. Is making waves. To make a hard right turn here. Uh, Explain to the people what it is. Well, what it's, I haven't seen it. But you talked about in this one episode, Rachel, you'll probably remember this. He was mentioning something about Mel Gibson had this uh, uh, tra- trafficking children movie that was like. Yeah, well, I've seen a, a quick clip of something that like people were like, let's get ready to attack him, basically. Well, here's it. So the guy who made it not, it, not Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's just one of these guys who's outspoken about the weird stuff that happens in Hollywood. But I'll admit in a lot of the interviews, he does look like a whack job. And it just so happens that Mel Gibson is in an excellent movie called Conspiracy Theory. Uh, where, well, I'm not, I'm not going to talk. It's a, it's a good movie, but in the movie, he's a paranoid um, conspiracist who like locks his refrigerator and has like 10 locks on his door and is, uh, you know, uncovering all these conspiracies that turn out to be true. But anywho, uh, this movie... 97 it came out. That's like perfect Mel Gibson right there. That is on... I think that's on Max right now. So I just watched We Are Soldiers. He's really good in that, too. Yeah. He's a good actor. Apparently, crazy lunatic, but a great actor. That's feeding into what we're talking about. Because he's been painted as, like, a nut job. But we've all come to learn that there is a serious child sex trafficking thing going on. I mean, you've talked about it to me before. Probably besides aliens, that has to be... Phrase this correctly. The biggest conspiracy thing that is definitely true. Well, that's what's, what's happening with this movie. Is that... The guy, this guy Steve Carazel or something, who like is the, like the main producer, is also a member of QAnon. <laughs> so people are associating this movie with QAnon. Ah, uh, see, that's where that thing gets, that's where shit gets fucked up. And so it's like you know all the the mainstream media is like. Trashing, using that to discredit to discredit and trash the we media. don't eat babies and we don't fuck kids. but here's the t- here's the thing <laughs> when <laughs> they when they do that it feeds into the conspiracy that in power positions and in in Hollywood and DC like there is child sex trafficking and be, right because if, if they're trying to keep the movie out of the mainstream yeah it feeds the narrative. Yeah, it's, and it's I'm like, not a QAnon person. It's like catching someone in a yeah. So it's catching it, them, they're you know like you catch a teenager lying. They go no, no, no. either you, like if you roll with the punch, you seem less guilty. But they're fighting against and be like, I don't even know what weed is, mom. Like it's it's so obvious to me that if you uh, if there's something in this something about this movie that. As a uh, well, I think it's a docu series, right? What's it called again? Sound of Freedom. Oh, it's in the. It's a movie. It, it's in the theaters right now, um, and it, it's not even documentary. It's 
it's like a true story. Like, uh, you know, it's it's a true yeah. story, but it's a fictional. Uh, it's a yeah, whatever. And um, but unfortunately, yeah, this guy, uh, Jim Jim Caviezel, that's the guy, not Steve. Uh, apparently, he's like a QAnon guy. So they're just using that to discredit the movie. But so is it a biopic? Do you? Because the things uh, like when I brought it up, it was little. I brought it up because I was like, the thing that got my attention was people were like, "Let's everyone get ready to attack him." Like kind of almost the opposite of for good. Like the evil was like, "Let's get ready. We have to attack him because he's gonna start talking about some crazy shit. And we have to discredit him." Who was who was? Building up to discredit him. I I don't social media clips. I don't I don't know. Well, as you you can see right there, it's not it's not a biopic. It's a it's an action drama biography, okay. which is antithetical. But anywho, it's uh it, it's based on the sex trafficking uh, that really apparently goes on overseas and shit. But. Have you seen like some of the people coming out to support the movie that are like, uh, like Dana White from the UFC is like buying all of his employees tickets if they want to go see it for free. That's awesome. Um, it's if you don't think that it's happening in the world, you're a crazy fucking person, or course. you're in on it and you don't it's want people to ruin happen. your fun. The problem is that like, it's because of the Q thing. It's like getting lumped in with. Yeah. Uh, adrenochrome and Pizzagate and the I'll tell you the people that want child you know, they want this to keep happening they're the ones that have a lot a lot of times have the money and can f- lump it with QAnon to discredit it I just don't understand why there's like a movement to like discredit the movie I feel like you're better off just letting it be what it is, and people won't really talk about it. The minute you start drumming up a cut, like, these fucking QAnon people, you're just feeding the fire. You know what I mean? I didn't hear about this movie, period, until like two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, you see all these videos on Twitter of, like, MSNBC clips of, like, you know, some negative spin about the movie and as uh just a, a thinking person it makes you think why why are they trying to put push this uh push this in the shadows yeah i like, why why are people donating tons of money to give out free tickets throughout the country for people to go see it and then i saw this video of this lady who got tickets online to go see it and uh she went she went to go you know, to to the movie time, and uh, the theater it was an AMC theater. Had sh- said that the the showing was canceled because the air conditioner was broke, but she says like the air conditioner was working in the rest of the building. And it, you know, it just feeds it just feeds this whole like it's a uh, yeah that's attention whoring, which I can't put up. That that's but someone who needs it. I guarantee you, she believes that AMC is working in tandem to shut down Sound of Freedom. Uh, AMC rapes children. That's like you know. I mean, like that's the jump these people make. They go they from do. fucking like, I got the free tickets. I had to give my email address, so I'm pretty sure they're hacking my life. But I went, and then the air conditioning didn't work. They're in on it. 
there there's I think there's kids under this building right now. That's basically what her her video was. That's dude. People have too much time, and uh, I, I say I, my personal opinion is some people they need to bring back lobotomies for some of these fucking people, dude. Well, now they shouldn't. But I know what you mean the pro. I think the problem is that there's a whole age group of people who didn't grow up with the internet who have had their t- their b- bl- their minds blown by the internet and they don't understand how to critically think. Yeah. So that's they, they, you know, they grew up where the news was the news. And then Donald Trump came along. <laughs> well, and then when they find out that the news isn't always 100%, they will hold on because they, yeah, their whole life they're like, well no, it's in the news. And then they find out n- the news is entertainment now, so it's not incredible all the time. And then they'll hold on to that because they're like, "This is all I have." And I don't really, I don't blame them, especially if you grew up trusting journalism. And then all you know, all Jan which, Six and all this stuff, happened. which is a shame because two generations ago, journalists were yeah, the truth yeah. tellers of the world. And then you know, the next generation, those lines got blurred, but they're like, "No, no, no, they're that's a journalist." He only tells truths. Yeah. Well, there's a whole ethics, uh, like, like basically like the commandments of journalism that have always been in place that were like strict do's and don'ts. And at some point, that kind of went out the window for a lot of these news networks. So, you know, it just broke the brains of, of huge groups of people. But my thing is, I don't. I feel like I need to see the movie, but I, I've said on this podcast for anything to do with uh, child and CP or sex traffic, I just don't want to watch. I know it I, happens, yeah. and I don't need to. It's too depressing. That's one of those things. Like, that's why I was, if you're a person who thinks that, that it isn't as prominent as it is, uh, you're either trying to defend, like, to defend your own brain of like, no, the world can't be that crazy. Or you're just buying into the wrong person telling you information type of thing. Because obvi- it happens. Obviously it happens. It's always happened. Now, it might be worse now because of the migrant issues all over the world. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not just America that's got huge issues with immigration. But... Um, and it happens everywhere. Oh, yeah. Rich, poor, you know... I remember when I had uh, a good buddy of mine as a Pittsburgh police officer, when he was going through um, training. police training, uh, when he told me, like, you know, because we we're excited, we we're young, and he was like, yeah, I'm learning this, this, and this. And he goes, dude, if you've driven in the city of Pittsburgh, and we're a small city, comparable to the oh, big yeah. ones, he goes, you have driven past a building where there is uh, child sex ring Child sex basically. ring Or something going on Yeah And uh, Apparently For the For people that are into this I, I It's not even a kink It's something way worse Than a kink uh, They collect them Like Pokemon cards Like videos and shit Like So there's a huge Market for it And I will say America probably is The biggest market for it mm, I don't know I, I, where else? There's a lot of places because they have looser law. It's easier to be done, and if you're rich, well, I, I don't know. In any case, we're not trying to compete. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But um, are you gonna see this movie? 
Uh, I won't go to the movie theaters to watch it, but as soon as I can, I'll I'll pay money to watch it on Amazon I don't, or something. Uh, it might not even uh, make it out of the theaters. We'll see. Well, I'm not going to see the theaters either. But like even like. <laughs> Why did they match up the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer, and they didn't match up this with Oppenheimer? Am I saying that right, Oppenheimer? Yeah. Because they got to get all the markets of people. Yeah. You know, I there's part of me that thinks that there's like a, a psyop going on with this movie where the, the producers of it are drumming up all this controversy to get more people. Do you know what I mean? Like, that shit happens. It's like a, it's like a viral Media campaign. Media marketing. Yeah. To make it seem like, oh, they're trying to block it. But when you find out that this Jim Caviezel guy is uh, a Q person, you know that does it, it's it's it, it could be a great movie, but you don't want to be associated with that. Um, but we'll see what happens. This story's going to continue to unfold. Uh, but I just can't. Uh, this this subject matter is I can't I can't do it. It'll just bother me for weeks because I don't. <laughs> think he can stop it dude i don't like i think if everybody if there was a scanner all right you know they take your temperature boom all right not a pedophile boom not a pet you take all those people it's still going to be really hard to stop the people who want to do this from doing it that's a really interesting idea though we should we should we should get some venture capitalists and uh, so come up with some kind of pedophile test. I guarantee you there's a gene or something they could... Yeah, like something that's wrong in your brain that there, makes you something want that. If there was, if We've it, talked about that before, kind of. Uh, you know, behind baseball a little bit. Like, it would really fucking... And w there's been people out there that have come out and been like... They've gone to the authorities or they've gone to like mental hospitals and be like, I'm attracted to kids. Help me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like... That fucking thank God I don't have that. We've that would suck, dude. If the only thing that worked was little boys for you, dude. Yeah. Like there's a, there is there's a genetic problem That's, there. Yeah. And the funny thing is, take that part of my brain out, and I'll walk around as a zombie, and I'll just sweep up trash like chemical castration. Yeah, I don't basically like, make me a eunuch without actually just you know what I mean like they could do that. And like honestly, if the only thing you get aroused by is is children, and some of it's like not just kids, but it's like sedate, like sadistic shit. Yeah. Does castrating make you not horny? horny? Yeah. N well, because I was gonna say they can like do stuff with their fingers. I know that there's tr well, if they don't have a penis. Well, no, no, no. Castration doesn't mean removing the penis. Oh. It basically <laughs> there's a lot of down your testosterone and. Oh. Your but no, I just learned this from the bonfire. Uh, they had a uh, trans porn star on there. She got her balls removed. Mm -hmm. She can still ejaculate, but there's just no... And she can get hard and do all that. She gets aroused and stuff. Really? Yeah, now her testosterone obviously dropped. You know what I mean? And, and she's taking estrogen because she wanted to be more feminine. But she still, like, stuff comes out and she still gets erect. So there's no way to stop... And oh, it, I don't know if there's no way. And this is someone who did this to purposely be, they want to be a trans, they still wanted their penis, but they wanted their balls removed to get rid of the testosterone. But I'm, I'm sure there is a way, but she still can get hard. And so she kept her penis, but she wanted the balls taken off? 
Yes, she's very pretty. <laughs> and she got hip surgery. She's a woman with a penis now. Uh, what does a penis look like without balls, dude? Uh, they did drawings of it. It's pretty funny. Go on Bonfire Twitter and look it up. It's, I it's, feel like that's what I picture in my head when I picture a naked person. Well, the thing is, <laughs> is no balls. In my mind, you can't picture a, a dick without balls. There's, there's still a little. <laughs> Did a little research. How can it even be, bro? <laughs> did, did a little research. Hold on, give me a piece of paper. I need to. I need to try to draw. You have your notebook. So, so there's still a little bit of. It's like when you get your dog's balls removed. There's still a little bit of sackle there. Yeah, but uh, but like it's a lot smoother. So like it goes penis straight into taint, pretty much. I can't even draw it without a lump where the ball should There's be. There's a little, little lump there still. So it's just... No, this is just drawings. I didn't look at her, but this was the drawings that they did on the bonfire. And it made her... She did say that her penis shrunk after she had her balls removed. Like, the testosterone makes your wiener smaller. Yeah, I can't draw it. That's just... That looks like the biggest dick ever. Um, that's... Yeah. That's not what they drew so, anyway. So, Rachel, can... Look, look up... Uh, well, the, you said chemical castration, which I don't think that's removing of the testicles. I think they're... Of course, that, that's why it's called chemical they castration. They just wither away. Basically. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying... Look it up. Chemical castration. Not pictures. Uh, Drugs reduce the libido. Unlike surgical castration... Where the gonads are removed. Chemical castration does not remove any organs. Nor is it a form of sterilization. How can it not be sterilizing? What's it? Oh, anyway. It's generally reversible. So you just start pumping the hormones back when in. The, That's what I was going to say. When the yeah, treatment I, is stopped. So like it's you like keep taking, I guess, medicine that's just supposed to make your hormones like die down okay yeah like for a man if you just start taking a shit ton of estrogen would that stop now, you from if you if you do this to a child like the puberty blockers will that make it so you never have a libido if it if that important part of your development never happens oh my god wait i took this medicine it <laughs> that's why your dick is so small <laughs> It, I was wondering why her penis was so it's tiny. It's medroprogesterone acetate, also known under the brand name Depo-Provera. That's the shot that girls get that lasts three months for birth control. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that makes me nervous for you, Rachel. That makes I me mean, nervous for just the... You yeah. and millions of other women. Yeah. But Nothing should stay in your body that long. I remember, uh, like, women, like... Like my our grandparents' age, like the idea of birth control was not only uh her like heresy, yeah, I because God didn't make you that way, but but uh or even people in other countries that live in like more rural, mm -hmm. just the idea of controlling your period with medicine like is like that freaks them out. Like, why would anybody do that? And it's, it's normal in Western countries, but, like, to people that, you know, aren't of the West. Well, like, and it, people are figuring out now, too. It really fucks you up more than it yeah. helps. Like, it might help certain symptoms 
yeah, certain people, like, their risk might be better than the symptoms that they have. But most people, it just fucks you it up. It does the job, but it has... <laughs> can we be honest? Like, is there... How many medications are not we finding out? Like, Uh-oh, it's yeah. not a good idea to change your chemistry and physiology. It is, it is fucked up. It goes to show... I'll, I'll, I'll let a little bit of my feminist come out, which is very little. The fact that we have all these things that are like, we know it fucks women up. But dudes are like, well, I'm not going to wear a condom. Come on. I'll just create a medicine that makes her not be able to get Well, women don't, like, condoms don't aren't great for women either. It's different. Well, yeah. And on that note, men can get vasectomies and undo them when they're ready. Well, that's, you know, I was just thinking, they, uh, someone's just talking about that comedian or whatever. It's like a big thing now. Like, yeah, our mother got her, what are the tubes tied? Yeah. A hysterectomy. I don't know if it's a history. I think that's when they actually take your uterus out. I don't know. But that was a term she used, you know, because she's not going to go in the deep. But, like, how just in the last, like, 20, 30 years, it used to be men be like, no, I'm not going to. You do the dangerous thing where a vasectomy is, like, seriously, like, two days you're in a little bit of pain and you're good. She got pregnant with you after she got a tube tied. Do you know that? Yeah, there's something there. I think I'm an alien. I never really asked too many questions. I didn't really want to know. Well, and then when I've asked, I never got straight answers. That's how I remember it anyway. But, um, well, because they had you and they were like, fuck having another one of these things. <laughs> and they had me and they're like, fuck, should have had more of those. Yeah, right. I guess. Uh, this one's shitting in the bathtub, rubbing shit all over the TV. So, yeah, Sound of Freedom. Um, I, 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 I'm finding out now that you cannot chemically castrate a pedophile. I thought that that was the thing you could do to stop them from wanting, craving sex. But well, I, I think you can curve it once again. I th- Technically, yeah, it's supposed to make you not horny, but I would imagine that's not like 100%. It doesn't get rid of if those things, if you get cravings, your cravings are still going to be the same. Soon, yeah, I guess. You want to hear something really interesting uh, on a uh, separate topic? I learned today uh, there was um. Why does his beard grow better than mine? I don't grow any fuck. This is gay, dude. Because you're an alien. Yeah, you yeah. said it. God damn it, dude. Alien. Or maybe you were partially chemically castrated, bro. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, I think you could take one look at the I was wondering two why my vagina doesn't bleed. You can easily take a look at the two of us, and you wouldn't think they're brothers. No, and it's funny when people were like, they just, the size, of, you're the big brother, I go, no, damn it, I'm six years younger than him. <laughs> well, now I have a little gray in my face, so it's I'm gray ugly. in my hair. Um, so a survey was taken of like uh, high school students on like a pretty uh, a pretty large scale, uh, Amer- American high school students, and it was something like sixty eight percent of high school students currently think slavery started in America. seventy percent of them. Uh, have no idea uh, who who the sides were in World War Two. Um, uh, it was it was like eighty two percent of high school students think that Dwight Eisenhower was a Civil War general. Like basically, these kids are not being taught properly anything about history, dude. And the teachers say the teachers say it's not that we don't try to teach them; it's this. 
they don't care because they can look anything up on their phones. So it's kind of like, uh, what do you do with that? On that note, uh, so what, what do you I do with that attitude? I remember I had an English teacher right. who I kind of hated because I used to just yell out, "How do you spell this?" And then she got pissed off one day and freaked out on me and goes, "If I tell you, you're never going to learn how to freaking spell it." And she was right. Yeah. And that's that's that thing where like if I, if someone has a test, who's I'll just Google uh, Eisenhower. You know what I mean? Right. But. On that same note, I dude, there are so many clips that I watch, and I'll find myself, you know, it goes down the rabbit hole. You watch one, and seven other pop up. Watch one where someone will go and interview someone just on, like, the boardwalk and be like, uh, do you know who FDR was? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, things like that. Or when was America started? And people be like, uh, Yeah, well, they, cherry, they cherry pick the absolute funniest Examples. But, Those are different. This was a survey of all students, not just grabbing people on the street and. No, no, but it goes along with that because some like there yeah, are people some out there like idiots. When did America start? And this is a person who's got a Gucci bag on. You know, they look like a presentable, and they're like, uh, eight hundred. Right, but that's just an example. There are idiots everywhere. If I recorded a hundred people on this boardwalk, I would get at least five or six really funny answers. But when you study, when you when you survey all the I'm trying students, to support him and he's he's going no, no you're wrong I'm not saying you're wrong I'm saying you could cherry pick those but if you survey a whole class of high school students and these are the statistics that comes out it's more alarming than the few gu- idiots with Gucci bags who don't know well the yeah I, I was trying to support you on your subject but the big one was uh um civil war what were the two sides? And what were the sides for? And people, and uh, so many people were like, ones uh, hated slaves and others want, like, they didn't know. They were like, all they come out of their mouth is like, I think slave. Yeah. I like to think I'm a really smart person, but I don't know either of those answers. Well, there's different smarts. You're not history. You don't know shit about history. Yeah, those people could all. I, not be history people. I have to say, like I said, like as in American, the last, you should know about the Civil War. Yeah, but at you least should, the two sides—that's frightening. Yeah, you. Why sh- is it frightening though? Why do I need that information for life? Because there are people. That's ignorance. But like, what what Why scenario you know? in my Let life? Tell you because is that information going of, to help me? Because you're the kind of person who's like. Uh, in that Jackie Robinson movie, like, why are they being so mean to these guys? Like, there is a, the entire American story is mostly about the Civil War and Abraham Lincoln. And if you don't understand that the South and the North, the Union and the Confederates, you don't understand your own country. And and that was another question they asked the students. Um, like I was saying, it was like it was like sixty to seventy percent of them thought slavery started in America. That's why it's important to understand that period of time. Because, you know, all these social justice warriors and people burning shit down the streets, these are young people who think America was where slavery started, that there weren't Africans trading their own people as slaves, that it hasn't been around since, uh, you know, the Philistines. Uh, they don't understand that uh, Christianity, the the basis of Christianity is that the Jews were slaves to the Egyptians. They don't. You understand what I'm trying to say? I'm worked up. 
because no, you need I, to understand I, what the I, world. To, to take you a step back, you're saying why is this important to know? Uh, but I know a lot of the thing. Like I just don't know you, years no, no, no. and things no, 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 and no, details. Know, knowing either. years is fine, but you should know within like our 200. parents were no, around when Jackie Robinson was playing baseball. I know. So when you watch that movie, which we've watched a lot, I great know point. that that happened. It just fires me up. I just but, get but passionate then, when I watch that movie. But to, not know that why, it's, to know why it happens is so history can't repeat itself. That's what it comes. I if, think if it, you don't learn your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Well, that's, that's I'm a, not racist, so. But here's the thing. This is why but there will be people around you that could do that. Listen, this is a thing. When there are ma- him, there Steven. are masses of young people in the United States that think America is the only people that have ever had slaves that slavery started oh, no, and I finished, get, okay. and then they get on out on the streets and they're flipping cars and burning buildings down and fucking getting the spit with cops. Okay, I they get, don't understand. I get that. What they're even fighting about. But that's a different. But that's dangerous. Question than it's not. Uh, it is tied together because if if a that lot, still there, doesn't answer my what does that have to do to make sense of my life. Well, if you stop over talking to everybody, we probably could tell you. Because you guys are being mean. We're not. We're being, not being mean. We're we're passionate about this because oh, if people were more educated, we're worried that these young people are not educated. And then they just get all riled up and they start fighting. They don't know what they're fighting for or who they're fighting against. They have to know the history of it's not just America is, was bad people and now we're they're trying to be the good people. They don't understand it. the context that America led the forefront in ending slavery. They think we are like, you know, this is where critical race theory and stuff comes in that white people are just evil and we started slavery when the world was perfect and then America happened and we killed all the Indians and we started slavery when slavery has been around since time immemorial and when you have people wanting to tear down the country literally that don't even understand the uh, the history which by the way most countries history is thousands of years old ours is 250 years old you don't understand your history when it's that old that's not a good thing for society. And another survey said 62% of high school students would rather lose their ability to vote forever than to not have access to TikTok, <laughs> a Chinese tech company. <laughs> it's not, it has nothing to do with, it's just the fact that, yeah, lose their ability to vote forever. And for that's, year. you're saying 50, 50%? 60%. 60%. Women couldn't vote. 70 years ago and how hard they fought for that and those are the same people that will fight to be a feminist but say ah but i'd rather tiktok than be able to vote and even if you don't care about what i'm talking about what i'm passionate about you should care that most of the other sophisticated western countries laugh at how terrible terribly educated americans are like we're a joke it is. That's the thing, you know. Whether you're passionate about uh, politics, history, or not, but the the uneducation is what scares me. Of uh, because if that's happening in history classes, uh, in whatever that's happening in the math classes, these people are just these kids are just getting by. 
Well, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? So, like, take this social just, justice out of it or whatever, and they're doing the same efforts to not do something in other classes. We're going to have, you know, 50, we're going to have 80% of kids coming out of school that don't know how to fucking do simple math and shit. All they know how to do is algorithms and the tech part, but they don't know how to do any of the other parts of the world, things that make that shit work. You still, yeah, I mean, you're, you should. everybody should know the basics by the time they're 18 years old. But it's just worrying from a, how can these people lead the world into the future if they don't understand what happened 200 years ago in their own country? It's not irrelevant when all you see when you go on social media is he's a racist, she's a racist, they're a racist. And I never understood how these people get so worked up. But now, in context, they don't even understand the history of slavery at all. So they could never understand emancipation because they think slavery was just an American thing. Well, of course they want to tear, tear it down because from that standpoint, it looks like uh, you know, America is the worst thing that ever happened in the world, right? That's where it disconnects for me because, like, if you're not educated, how can you even be fired up about what you think because it is, what you think is happening? Because they don't realize they're not educated. That's yeah. the number and one And they curse. see a 15-second clip yeah. that gets repeated in different, the same type of message Edited in a way gets sent that's, to them a mm-hmm. hundred times a day of... You're getting wrong as to you. Wrong is being done to you. Wrong. You need to get up and fight, but they don't know what they're fighting for. And and every time in your life where you've learned something new, it's like I, you don't know you don't know something until you know something. You know what I mean? So that's why. That's why they get all fired up and take to the streets. Because yeah, they, don't, if, they don't realize that they don't know. They think Whitey is just lying. If my brain was wiped right now and then... You just put, and then I just have to come to and try and learn how to be human, and you just give me a cell phone. I'm going to walk out of that room in an hour and a half and being like radicalized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure there's people out there that this isn't an idea that someone hasn't come up with. And if not, trademark, it's mine. I'll be a billionaire. Are there tech companies out there that are putting out information blast in the form of? TikToks and clips and shit. I'm like, sh- sure. Like, what kind of tech? Not, I mean, just as opposed to fucking putting funny dances out. Is there companies, no. ed- education system there's that's no putting money out to be made in people learn? People don't I mean, learn. there's all kinds of colleges and professors and every specific type of person that posting TikToks of facts and stories and. But I'm saying doing it in. Th- in an education. There is like literally like no, a formula to it. The reason why is because, and this is a big thing in our site right now, is the whole free speech debate. So, yeah, there are people putting out good information, but there are just as many people putting out bad information. Uh, it, it, uh, yeah, I guess and I'm saying, is there any people out there fighting that ha- have a lot of money and have the influence and the ability to pump good information? Yeah. But but like over tr- trying to overtake the bad information of, you know, whether it, like is there companies that can target seventh and eighth graders? We know in seventh grade you learn 
geometry. Well, here's the thing. Where you're at, I get what you're asking, but that's what well, that's school is for. That's why people go to school. But that's that's what I mean. Like, are are the are no. is our education there's, system? There's not a big market for or teaching children what they don't want to learn. Well, we have seventeen trillion dollars in Ukraine. Our is our country not trying no, to? No, but I'm saying. In I a, think there's probably just as much information. Definitely not just as not much. just as much, but a large amount. Because the, the way they can target market people. Well, like, hold on, hold on. You're t- I don't, I'm not sh- What do you mean by target? Like, nobody is forcefully teaching people that America, uh, like, no one has a, a campaign out there to misinform teenagers. Let me put teenagers. this way. Your phone, your Twitter knows exactly how old you are, knows what side you're leaning, whether you have ever voted or not. And knows that you're a white yeah. man, and it knows what will get you to watch by things that you've liked and other things. Is there a company out there that's going, hey, you know t- the answer to this? I know it's because it's not profitable to show people what they don't want to see. Well, and that's the thing. I don't think that they're, they're big companies. Like, and I think a lot of the misinformation isn't big companies. It's I guess I'm saying not big companies. Individuals, let me, let me, which you mean a platform, which there also are. not even just a platform, but. No, I know the answer. It's no. But I'm saying, like, has, can our government not put a billion dollars? We're doing trillions that. of dollars to other things. Can we not do a billion dollars of, like, hey, between fourth and ninth grade, these kids are so influential. How about if we can half of their funny dog videos or half of their anti-American videos, can we put in there, this is how you fucking solve a triangle problem? No. That's what I'm saying, though. There's a lot of teachers and stuff on there posting TikToks and stuff of that shit. I, like I said, I knew the answer was no, but I'm saying our government yeah, should maybe... The is yes. You know it would be wonderful, though, if these the energy that young people had, like Antifa and shit, if they understood the context of their world better, that energy could be put to good use. But they're so ignorant, numbers-wise... That they get riled up about shit that's not going to fix anything. You know, and that's what bugs me. I love the fire. I love the passion these kids have. But it's just... They don't even... They, they don't even understand their own country. It's a shame. So... And and, and it's not... It's, it's never going to be profitable to force history down kids' throats. Maybe they can make a... Maybe I'll make it. Trademark. If anyone does this, you owe me money. Uh... It's it's going to be a program that teaches to fight whitey, but it also teaches you programming and math at the same time. So to you, get to the end of this level, you got to program this to make Trump die. I don't think I I think I, I don't you know I I think you need a reeducation too. Why would you make a program to fight whitey? It's because that's what these these people are passionate about. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to end on a joke. So you that's a scratch so, and burn so, so on that you, one. That's a, another psyop. You think they're going to learn this, but really you're teaching yeah, no, them the yeah, opposite. Yeah. You think they're you, you think they're being an activist, but at the end of it all of a sudden they're like, "Holy shit. I know Pythagorean theorem and I know how to code a small fucking program." Yeah. That's an idea. But hey, listen. I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank, so I've been trying to put in, uh, entrepreneurialism into everything I have. Let's end the show on this. Sex trafficking is bad. 
Yes. Let us know about The Sound of Freedom, uh, if you've seen it, because we're not going to the theaters. And lastly, uh, it might be time to pull your kids out of public school if you can. Also, if you have a weird time peeing after you poop, let us know, because I'm interested in that as well. Okay. You'd be all right. Will the, country, right. will the country be all right? I think we'll be Everyone happy. will we be will. all right. Everyone will be all right. America will figure it out. We uh, are the melting pot. I just don't like other countries looking down on us for our miseducated youth. It bothers me personally. It's I embarrassing. Agree. That's embarrassing. You know what, though? Pendulum swing, and uh, we are America. We'll figure it out. Especially if you don't have no balls, then the pendulum really swings. <laughs> and if not, I'll die in a couple of years anyway. Yeah. <laughs>